the This Week in Music History podcast with Marty Miller from Nova.ie and Radio Nova. Well, hello there. Greetings and thank you for checking out our little music history podcast. This is where we take a look back at the week that was in music history. The week we said goodbye to Keith Moon in 1978. The week that Iron Maiden's Bruce Dickinson got a new job for himself in 2002, earning a lot less money than he was used to. And the week in 1991 that the U. United States. I always pause at United because it's so not. Um, get the Nirvana game changer. Let's get into it though. First in 1978, Keith Moon, drummer of The Who, dies. This very week in 78, here's Roger Daltrey. He could be the most sensitive, the most arrogant, the most gentle, the most aggressive. To be. It was like walking through a minefield with him, uh, blindfolded with a pair of hobnail boots at all times. Another death, this time in 2003. In fact, these were both the same day, September 7th. Warren Zevon passed away, the woo-woo werewolf of London. Dave Letterman was a close friend. Today we received the uh, sad news that our good friend Warren Zevon passed away. He had been uh, ill, I guess, for uh, close to a year. Right. He uh, was a great friend of ours. He'd been on this show many, many times. He uh, appeared as a guest, I think, about five times on, on The Late Show. On our, on our old show, uh, the one over at NBC, Paul and I used to have, he was a guest nine times. And he filled in for Paul when Paul was not able to be here. Uh, about 20 times. Yeah. So we sure. we got to know Warren Zevon very, very well. It was this week back in 1993 that Kurt Cobain and Courtney Love appeared on stage together in Hollywood. They performed a song they'd written together called Penny Royal Tea. This might sound familiar. Sit and drink Penny Royal Tea Distill the life that's inside of me Back to 2002 and Bruce Dickinson of Iron Maiden starts his new gig as an airline pilot, earning 35 grand a year as a newly qualified first officer. But when Bruce says something like this, would you be happy? Over 50% of all air accidents are caused by the man at the controls. And though you can't prevent many kinds of pilot error, Airbus have designed the A320 to protect itself. It was this week back in 1965 that the Hollywood Reporter ran an advertisement looking for madness folk and roll musicians, singers wanted for acting roles for new TV show, parts for four insane boys. The monkeys were born. This is actually Davy Jones' audition. How he got the gig, God knows. What, what? What bag are you in? Bag? Yeah. I don't get that. All right, let me ask you something. I mean, like, you make a folk sound or a rock sound or anything like that? I make a terrible sound. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me no. do the song and dance you do. Song and dance yeah, I do? Wheel something. Do something, quick. A song and... You must be joking. No, I'm not. What, do you, right. want, what do you want me to do? I, Sing? I dance one of your little quick things. <laughs> hey, Davey, you want to know something? Honestly. More Nirvana news this time from 1992 when Chris Novoselic flattened himself during the MTV Music and Video Awards after being hit in the head with his own guitar. Threw it up there and I had some beers and stuff and made us a little nervous and I just I caught it wrong and just 
like thing popped me on the head and just kind of fell down and I, I just ran off stage and Kurt didn't even know what happened and I'm like walking off stage he sees me and he kicks me in the ass as I walk off stage of all things. In 1977, Meatloaf gave us his second album, Bat Out of Hell. This was, of course, with Jim Steinman and producer Todd Rundgren. It went on to become one of the best-selling albums of all time, having sold over 43 million copies. Here's Meat. So I went down, audition for Steinman. He said, wait here, brought in 40 people. I sing about four notes. And it was the first time I ever got a standing ovation for anything. And the first time that any Jim Simon song had got that kind of reaction. And so that's kind of how we got together. And Bad Out of Hell came about. September 10th, back in 1991, the U.S. gets Smells Like Teen Spirits. It was a game changer. Here's Kurt Cobain. I just noticed that people expect more of a thematic angle with with our music you know they always want to read into it and before i was just using pieces of poetry and just just garble just garbage you know just stuff that just would spew out of me at the time and a lot of times when i write lyrics it's just at the last second because i'm really lazy so and then i'm i find myself having to come up with explanations and christmas was on certain people's minds this week back in 1977 when david bowie was a guest and sung with Bing Crosby on Bing Crosby's Merry Old Christmas television show. Tell me, uh, you ever listen to any of the older fellas? Oh, yeah, sure. I like uh, John Lennon and the other one with uh, Harry Nelson. Ooh, you go back that far, huh? Oh, yeah, I'm not as young as I look. <laughs> None of us is these days. Come, they told me, bum a newborn king to see And it was on 9-11-2001 while walking to work in New York as a comic illustrator, Gerard Way witnessed the 9-11 tax on the World Trade Center. That inspired him to start a band which became My Chemical Romance and Gerard becoming lead singer. It was like, um, I mean, it was like being in a, in a science fiction film, you know, or like a or some kind of like a disaster film. It was exactly that kind of feeling. You didn't believe it. Like it felt like you were an independent day or something. Like it made no sense. Mm-hmm. Your brain couldn't process it. Mm-hmm. And I think the, one of the first thoughts that went in my head when I went down is the, what does this mean? Like what does this mean for the world? Like how's this going to change everything? And that is a look at the week that was from September 11th until September 11th in music history. More for you daily on Radio Nova and of course, nova.ie.